At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome on this wonderful Friday in what I consider, and I think many others agree, the greatest city in the United States of America, Las Vegas, Nevada, on the Visa Network. It's the nightcap, and I'm excited because tomorrow, not tomorrow, the day after tomorrow, I can't wait. See, I'm so anxious. We get NFL football after last weekend's divisional round. I mean, I still haven't recovered. Uh, my, my sleep patterns were messed up. I was on the edge of my seat for four games. What a weekend. But to kick off the nightcap tonight, as always, and this time we have the gang. By the way, my co-host Tim Murray is on location on assignment. He's doing some secret service work for the nightcap. He will be on the show a little bit later. But as always on Friday, we have the owner of this wonderful, amazing sports book. Here at Circa Sports, he also kind of owns the Circa, the D. You know, I don't want to give him too many props. But the sports book is what the show is based around, and we love it. Also, my golf buddy from the day, he invited me to his private club. A lot of snotty people there. Nice people, but snotty. <laughs> Darren Banks, also known as Banksy. And the great Will Bo, the lead proprietor for Stadium Swim. So, guys, let's get right into it. Explain to me the energy that was a stadium swim in the Circle Sportsbook last night for what many people have said is the greatest weekend of divisional playoff football in the history of the National Football League. You know, Sean, it was just unbelievable. I mean, Saturday Saturday was amazing. Uh, the, the, the volume was off the charts, and the energy right behind us here was uh, unbelievable. Sunday, Sunday, the same thing, came right back. Uh, Saturday was a house day. Sunday was a player's day. Um, boy, oh, boy, on, 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 uh, on Saturday, uh, things just fell the house's way. It was amazing. And then it rolled into the UFC fights, you know, and uh, the house ended up doing all right on both co-main events. So it was a house day. It came back, came back player's day on Sunday, and it was uh, – the energy was just unbelievable. Just unbelievable. I mean, I, I had to re-watch a couple of these games just to fully digest how unbelievable these football games were. You know, I, I usually like to hydrate. During the games, I had to put the bottle down. I, had, I was like, this is too much. Like, I can't be going this way on one thing. And the other thing has me going up. A I know it's been colder, but 
Stadium Swim has heated pools. They have heaters in all the cabanas. How was last weekend at Stadium Swim? Well, like you said, pools are heated, and, you know, so was the atmosphere. It was insane. Those games were incredible. You know, you know, people were on the edge of the pools. You know, people on the edge of the seats, no, people were on the edge of the pools watching those games. It was, you know, phenomenal. You know, it could be cold weather. It doesn't matter. We were still packed, and uh, everyone was loving it. You know what's amazing? And I, I know Derek said that Friday, I mean, Saturday worked out. But think about this. If you would have told someone that the Tennessee Titans sacked Joe Burrow nine times, there's no chance the Cincinnati Bengals win, right? And then if you double down and say, well, Garoppolo's going to go to Lambeau. He's only going to throw for 100 yards. They're not going to score an offensive touchdown. Like, when you think about the circumstances that the underdogs won on Saturday, I, I mean, it was unbelievable. I'm sitting on the edge of my seat, and, I mean, I'm excited, but I'm also disgusted because, of course, I was on the losing side. I never <laughs> thought that Aaron Rodgers, after, you know, being immunized, not vaccinated, and, you know, not showing up all, all postseason would, would – would play a stinker of a game, but I mean, the books came out good on Saturday. What happened Sunday that, that changed it? Was, was the public on the Rams because of the Bucks injuries? Was that the game that that went in the players' favor? Um, both games, uh, both games Sunday went went in the players' favor. Uh, we got lucky on a couple of props, but uh, but um, we uh, we never had the ability to do uh, to, to hit a side hit a side we needed or a total, frankly. So. Um, we were we were fortunate that a couple of a uh, couple of couple of plays blew out some teasers. Mm -hmm. uh, that kind of kept us in the game on uh, game on uh, Sunday, which is surprising because I thought everyone would be on Buffalo after Josh Allen and, and the Bills did what they did to the Patriots. They looked like the the next great dynasty. I thought everyone would be on Buffalo, so that wasn't the case. People still believed in Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Buffalo needs a defense. Well, what's crazy statistically. They had the best defense in the National Football League. That's what made the irony of, you know, Kansas City scoring in the last 13 seconds, you know, so significant because it, Buffalo hadn't had that happen to them. You know, you know, Sean, one thing that happened on Saturday, and it was the opposite Sunday, on Saturday, and one of the reasons why it was such a big house day on Saturday was the way that Packer game played out. Every single commercial, we got slaughtered with Packer money. Mm. You know, just nonstop, nonstop. I mean, that ended up being one of the biggest decisions that we'd ever had because of what happened during the end game. Sunday was a little bit, a little bit of the opposite on that. We we ended up seeing, um, we ended up, we ended up seeing money that went the other way. So the in game plays worked on Sunday, but I but I've never seen a game like I saw in that Packer game with an Endless, endless amount of, of action. One way was all on Green Bay. Yeah, that's surprising. I just, I, I'm disappointed in Aaron Rodgers. I just, it's two years straight, and I don't think he's won it yet, but he's going to win it, where he's been the regular season MVP. And in the NFC Championship game last year and in the division around this year, he didn't play like the NFL MVP. And I think for legacy-wise, it's going to impact him. You know, uh, having said that, I know you guys have a lot of things planned before we get into everything that Circa has going this weekend and then next weekend, we can get in that a little bit because I know the NHL All-Star Game is here. The Pro Bowl is here. I think there's a college All-Star Game, East-West Shrine, that's coming as well. From a future standpoint, with the four remaining teams, where is your liability as far as one of them going on and winning the Super Bowl? We have a very strong position in this Uh whether we like the Rams, whether we like Matt Stafford, the house does not want the Rams to win the Super Bowl. Okay, it's a little bit different in, different in the conferences, but uh, but the Rams are the big liability that that we've got out there. 
every everything else shakes out uh, shakes out pretty well. But the Rams is a big big outlier on uh, on Super Bowl futures and futures. The Rams got up to because they had a little stretch where they weren't playing well. Stafford turned the ball over in a primetime game against Tennessee. You know, they they had just gotten the ball run down their throat at San Francisco. I think they might have got into mid-double digits at some point in, in the middle of the season to win the Super Bowl. So, I yeah. guess we're West Coast. A lot of Rams fans. I don't think I've ever met a Ram fan, but <laughs> I, I guess they have some. <laughs> they built that nice, beautiful arena. But having yeah. said that, so this weekend is the championship games. Uh, what does Stadium Swim have going? Are you full of capacity? People want to make a late decision to shoot out to Vegas. By the way, the weather is warming up. Uh, me and Banksy, as I said, played golf today. It was beautiful. It was high 50s. The sun was out. So, like, the, the pools are heated. What are you looking like this weekend at Stadium Swim? Well, you know, you talk about the weather, and, you know, it's been nice. You know, we get 65, you know, 70-degree weekends. It feels like 80, 85 degrees up at Stadium Swim. You know, higher up, you know, we got the reflection coming down from the building. It feels awesome out there. You know, you it's a perfect... Laying out weather, getting the pool weather, it's it's fantastic. So the weather shouldn't really hinder anyone from coming to Stadium Swim. Uh, but, you know, there's slight availability. There's We are going to be busy on Sunday for these games, and it's going to be an absolute blast. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm just praying that we get even half of the entertainment value that we got last weekend. I mean, every game was close. Every game was down to the wire. And it was weird because I was about to turn Rams bucks off, as you can imagine, you know, emotionally, I'm attached in 27-3. to three, I just like, oh, we just died. Like, we're about to go back to pre-Brady Bucks, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we – we actually had not won a playoff game since we won the Super Bowl in 02 before Tom Brady got there. The Bucks had not won a playoff game. That's quite quite a little stretch. But as far as Circa and the sports book go, what are you guys looking like for the championship weekend? Oh, I mean, championship Sunday is one of the best, uh, best Sundays of the year. I mean – you know, we're going to see an unbelievable amount of handle um, coming in tonight, all day tomorrow, and then uh, before kick. What's really interesting, though, the amount of right we do. We're going to do a huge amount of right on Sunday night because so many people want to get that first bite of that opening Sunday night line. Championship Sunday, the right we do, let's just say after 7 o'clock Pacific time, is huge. It is huge because... We're still kind of we're still kind of watching where the number's going to settle because you remember on the last uh, few championship Sundays it takes about say ninety minutes maybe two hours to uh, get a number where you feel comfortable at I think I think we were out on a championship Sunday a few years ago yep. we're sitting there watching this we were out at our favorite place over at Taco Bell on Sunday night <laughs> and uh, the dual Taco and, Bell and we're, KFC and we're, and we're, oh the KFC. <laughs> Oh, that's what—that's what, that's the what dual you talk about KFC. KFC. Yeah. Well, 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 no, you guys—you guys are oh, allowed back. No, yeah. I am. I am. <laughs> but we're watching. But it takes—it takes about two hours for this line to settle. Now, during the second game on Sunday, if you have a big enough spread, you're—you know—you're gonna—we're gonna post the Super Bowl line maybe third quarter of of the late game. So all of a sudden, you start getting a little bit of a feel, a little bit of a feel. You got to be careful because you could have an injury in, in the third or fourth quarter. But uh, but the two hours after the final game ends, boy, oh, boy, the volume just pounds in. You know, that's amazing because during COVID, do you think it's not COVID, but with all the COVID implications and does maybe a star player getting banged up impact the opening line? Does it move that much from the opening lines at 7 p.m. night of the championship games to 
the start of the actual game two weeks away? Does having an extra week matter? You know, I would say I would say the first uh, that first couple hours you're going to see a little bit of movement. Then the line generally stays pretty smooth for about a week and a half. And then, you know, by the time you get to the Wednesday before, then things start happening. You got media days. Everybody's worried about in, in, injuries, things like that. All right. Well, I'm going to give Big King's best bet of the week. By the way, we were undefeated in the playoffs so seen, far. Seen that. So I'm hot right now. Hopefully I can stay hot. But one of the things that I want to find out from the guys is the prop bets surrounding championship weekend. I know Super Bowl, they have an entire board dedicated to it. But it's championship weekend similar. Some big-name players. We expect them to do some big-name things. It's the nightcap. Myself, Sean King. Derek Banksy, Wilbo, Tim Murray's on location. Be back short. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of the Nightcap is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect just for you. Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head on over to zen.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the nightcap. Sean King is in the building. My best friend in the world, Derek Stevens, owner of Circus on my right. My second best friend in the world, Banksy, is in the middle, former hockey player, extraordinaire employee of Circus. Now, by the way, Banksy knows everyone. We're golfing today. His phone's buzzing. Oh, yeah, this is such and such. Oh, this is Obama. Oh, yeah, this is such and such. <laughs> <laughs> He's got NHL head coaches calling him, general managers. And this is my brother from another mother, Will Bo, the lead dog up at Stadium Swim. So right before he went to the break, we mentioned player props. That's become such a big part 
of the market, something that really didn't even exist except for Super Bowl Sunday. You know, for a long time, at least not to my knowledge, you could not bet player props, you know, during the course of the regular season. And then the Super Bowl came, who's going to win the coin toss? You know, how far are they going to run the opening kickoff back? Like, it was all these exotic bets. Now it's become the norm. So what's your schedule of rollout this week after the championship games? Well, what, what portfolio do you have available for the championship games? And then when you start rolling out the Super Bowl actual player props? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the player props are out there right now for, uh, for championship Sunday. Um, obviously, it's a little bit more limited than what you get on, on the Super Bowl. But uh, we've got a bevy of player props. And you know, Sean, you're right, because props have become such a big deal. I mean, every Monday night game, you got props. Every Sunday night game. And uh, it just goes to show what a great product the NFL is and how much general interest there is. Even for someone who's not a professional better, it's a lot of fun if you're going to bet over Mahomes. You're going to do something, you know, and something like that on any uh, on any given Sunday or Monday night. The um, the Super Bowl is a whole nother a whole nother story. You know, everybody puts out their schedule. So for Circus Sports on Tuesday we release Circus Squares. I'll come back to that. Wednesday we release player to score the first touchdown. Thursday we release Super Bowl MVP. Saturday, all the two-sided props, and then uh, Sunday is all the index props. So so we got every day this comes out. It takes these guys so much work, and it's not just a – I mean, it's the guys at Westgate. It's the guys at, the guys at, at MGM. I mean, it's really amazing how much work goes into putting these props because from a bookmaking perspective, it's very, very dangerous. Mm-hmm. You you have a lot of guys that can figure out all the correlations, a lot of, a lot of pros bet props now. Um, so they're not only fun, but a lot of sharps are really into it. Circus Squares is the one we put out first, though. That Circus Squares with a little TM, trademark. <laughs> okay. Trademark. We invented this one a few years ago. And what it is, I think everybody knows how to play squares, you know, for, for, right. for, for a Super Bowl game. But think about how disillusioned you are before kickoff. You know, you put your $2 in or your $100 in, depending on the size of your game, and you randomly pull out that number. And you get first quarter, and you get 5-5. Five, five. I mean, it's terrible. It's the game's over before the kick. You got no shot. Done. So with Circus Squares, what you get to do, you get to go to the window, and you get to select Ooh. the team. You want a three and a zero. You want a seven and a three. You're able to select the numbers you want, and then um, you know what our guys do. We adjust the odds. So on a five-five, it's not like a hundred. I mean, it's like two thousand to one. You know. On a 3-3, three, three, the odds are a little... So we adjust the odds on every one of the numbers, and it's dynamic. It changes all the time because some people come in and some people come in and they uh, only want, you know, the key numbers like 7-3-0, that type of thing. Um, other people come in and they walk up and say, hey, I want uh, I want two bucks on every one of the 100 squares, you know, and they want do it multiple times. A lot of bar owners do that. They take, you know, they take their squares back. But they're but they're buying them all legally, so it's kind of it's kind of become a really big thing. We yeah. really like the circus square. Yeah, it's some lonely numbers two five nine. Like please, because <laughs> <laughs> like we play squares at my little upscale boozy cigar lounge that I'm a member of, and I always end up with the most unattainable numbers. Like I get like nine and two, and it's like this is a Ponzi scheme. Y'all just taking my money. Like I want to <laughs> pick the numbers. Like I want to pick the box after the numbers are there. Like you know in squares, you pick the box beforehand. But speaking of betting props, and if you guys haven't downloaded the Circus Sports app, you definitely should go and do that. It's now available in how many states? 
Iowa and Colorado and Nevada. Iowa, Colorado, Nevada. Speaking of Iowa, you know, as you see, we have this wonderful window behind us where we can turn around and look in the sports book. Some big shots at Circa have an interest in something going on <laughs> in Iowa. You care to explain? Yeah, well, you know, we had a few people reach out to uh, Mike Palm, and, uh, well, they asked uh, that we post odds on uh, on wrestling tonight. We got number one versus number two. We got uh, Iowa versus Penn State. <laughs> and uh, we wrote so much on it, I got every – Officer of our company over here, all, all of our directors sweating out. We got we got wrestling on one of the smaller TVs over here, and we got the whole crew on a Friday night watching wrestling on the Big Ten Network. And I'm presuming we need the team well, playing Iowa, or wrestling yeah, against need, Iowa. Yeah, the house needs Penn State. That's okay. fair. Okay. <laughs> Understood. Um, so, Banksy, uh, how have you been doing regarding hockey? Puxtradamus has kind of been... Hot and cold, some strange things going on in hockey. I did learn some valuable information tonight. If a hockey team is retiring a jersey, <laughs> take the opponent. <laughs> tonight, the Rangers retired Lundquist. Is it Henry? Yeah. Henrik. Henrik Lundquist. And uh, they they started well, but it's going the other way now. The Minnesota Wild are up 3-2. to two, And I thought the Dallas Stars puck line would be an excellent opportunity to Make some money tonight. I did not know that they also were retiring Sergey Zubov. Sergey Zubov's jersey, and uh, who wears the same number that I wore? He wore it before him. Oh, number fifty-six. They retired in Dallas. But you know what? Besides that, what a bad move you made, though. Bad. Well, the game's not over. On Washington? Well, yeah, the game's not over. <laughs> I'm I mean, Washington, Washington's a team that has a lot of recognizable names that has been not, not been playing well recently and this year overall. They haven't been living up to their expectations. Dallas is generally a really good team at home, not so much tonight. Very disappointed in their performance, but there, there's puck time left. This is like your golf game right here. I mean, <laughs> good Lord. I mean, by the way, anyone who's ever listening or know Sean King, Football player beat basketball or hockey player every time. Never going to happen. <laughs> Never going to happen. Didn't Wait, even what come was that close. text, Banksy? What was that text? I heard, I heard Sean King. I heard you were chirping him a little bit. This NFL beat NHL all day on the golf course. That was his text. What? And I said, bring your cash. See, I was raised no excuses, no explanations, so I lost it. I don't have to give context on why. At the end of the day, when we played 18 holes, he had shot a lower number than I did. But Both I, hockey players did, by the way. I wasn't really keeping pokies. Oh, no, don't worry, I was. Yeah. <laughs> and and do, you, do you do they need to go over the rules at your course? Like, guys, hit up in two of us today. Like, they were trying to hurt. Yeah, one guy did. I've said if they're going to get in a fight, they're the two biggest guys in the car today. <laughs> I would go, it wouldn't be a good idea. But, no, it was, uh, it was a great day out there. And, Sean King, I loved having you out there. Oh, I had a but great just time. remember one thing: you will never beat me in golf. <laughs> never. Well, it sounds good on TV, but I mean, you guys come on every Friday, so uh, yeah, we can play every Friday morning if you like. And, I like and that. Come right back on here and go loser again. You can put the stats right up there on the board. There, you can watch it. So I've become a huge. Well, I've always been a Tampa Bay Lightning fan. This is the first year that I've kind of started to actually follow the entire league, and uh, kind of. Parlaying into this next segment as we get hydration delivered. Boy, I wish I could participate. But uh, this is always after the show. Yeah. And we only have about a minute till we go to break. But 
One of the things I do want to get into is NHL All-Star, which is this upcoming week in Las Vegas. I actually didn't know that. Interesting that they did Pro Bowl and All-Star in the same city. It's going to be a great time. You know, two different professional sports leagues getting to kind of intertwine and mix. Don't see who the real stars are. You think the hockey guys are having the good tables in the clubs? They'll have a good good time. And again, this is their little (laughs) break. But football, it's over. Uh, It's over. Football is never over. Football is what? King. Always will be. Always has (laughs) been. That will never change. Sides in golf. It's the Nightcap. I'm Sean King with with Derek Stevens, Banksy, and Wilbo. We're going to get into some of the activities in Las Vegas. If you hadn't planned on coming, you probably should. Pro Bowl, NHL All-Star, it's a lot going on. Be back shortly. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back to the nightcap on this unbelievable Friday. It is gorgeous here in the beautiful city of Las Vegas. I pulled into the parking garage. There was not a spot to be found. So if you have not made plans for tonight, it is going down right here adjacent to Fremont Street at the Great Circa Hotel. In studio, we have Derek Stevens, owner of Circa. We have my good friend Banksy, former NHL player, Mr. Who's Who. At the current property, I don't think there's anyone that walks in that doesn't know Banksy. I've seen him come back from hockey games with 80-year-old women, with 21-year-old teenage, I mean, uh, college students. I mean, he knows everyone. I don't know how he does it. I'm thinking that maybe he's on one of those little sites or something. You know, want a friend when you come to Vegas? Hit up Banksy. (laughs) (laughs) And my brother from another mother, Will Bo. Keeps it all the way locked. If you guys are ever in the area and you have not seen Stadium Swim, you should come and do it. One of the most amazing things that I've ever witnessed. I remember the first time. First, I was a little, I'm a little bigger than I used to be. And I think we had been drinking. So I was kind of out of breath by the time I got up there. You know, because, like, I hadn't been on the escalator. You don't have to walk the escalator, I know, but, man. but it took a lot out of me. Like, it, it, it <laughs> drained me. I was shot. Up. Last guy, this is a roller coaster? <laughs> <laughs> But, no, uh, speaking of this upcoming week, uh, we have championship games on Sunday. But also after that, uh, professional sports is actually coming to Las Vegas. Uh, NFL's Pro Bowl game will be played here, I think that's next Sunday. Uh, The NHL All-Star game, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's Thursday and Friday. Skills Friday, Saturday. Friday, Saturday. So explain to me what an NHL All-Star week is like, because I've never attended. So the – the players are probably, what did they say, Friday, Saturday? Players might be here Wednesday. Some might get here Wednesday. So they have a little bit of fun, have a little time. And, it, and every team's done, right? So every team's done. So these guys are in the All-Star game. They get a little free time. Uh, they have their skills competition, which is pretty fun. They've tried to make it fun for the fans. It was a little, it's changed over the years. People have seen it before. It's changed a lot. Um, so the fans go out there and get to see some of these guys who, can really skate and stick handle and shoot. And then they have some goofy stuff out there, but it's for it's mostly for people who've never really seen it before. Mm-hmm. It's pretty entertaining. And then the all-star game, which has changed from 
back when I was playing and before me, uh, used to be just Wales Conference, Campbell Conference. Now they've broken down uh, different segments and teams, and there's only like five guys on a team, and they're playing, and they, they play for a million dollars. I don't know, but it's fun. <laughs> if you've never seen it, you're seeing the best players in the league are all here, and it's a great time. And Vegas, come on, who doesn't want to come to Vegas and see a little bit of hockey? T-Mobile, great place to watch a hockey game. So I have a question, and I'm sure a lot of people are driving right now that are listening on the radio also that are watching us, you know, on, on the TV apparatuses that we're available upon. Do hockey players get along during All-Star Weekend? Because this is one league now where you can actually legally fight. <laughs> and so, like, I've been in a couple fights in my life, like, and I've lost, you know, maybe kind of lost, not really lost, lost, but, like, I've seen some hockey guys, like, lose. Like, did that energy kind of surface during All-Stars? It's just like, that's the job. Okay, we're here to have a good time. And, and everybody's kind of kumbaya getting along. Yeah, you know what? Believe it or not, I used to fight my best friend every single game I played against him. Every game I played against him. I fought him. And... He's doing his job. I'm doing my job. It wasn't, I hate you. It's, you know, it, things happen in a game, and it happens you get in a fight, not because I hate the guy. Um, but hockey guys, and I mean, I don't no other sport fights. So in hockey, when it's over, it's over. And I'll go out and have a beer with you after, and it's no big deal. You guys don't make, like, some gentleman agreements? Like, hey, bro, I had a long night. You know, I'm really probably not up for it tonight. So, like, oh, no, that's can, we, definitely just, can we just that's grab definitely, each other? Definitely <laughs> no, it, it definitely happens. Guys look at each other and go, to, like, I mean, I remember I, I was young. I was a rookie. I went after Joey Kosher, and he was, like, one of the heaviest weights in the league. And he said, Banksy, it's not going to happen. I said, no, Joey, it's got to happen. He goes, no, it's not going to happen. And I was like, what do I do? You know, I'm trying to impress, I'm trying to impress guys out here. I'm not going to score goals. They're not looking for me to score goals. And he just said it wasn't going to happen. And there are ways to make that happen. And I'm not a moron. But, I mean, I'm not going to run the goalie just because I want just because I want to see if he'll fight me. But he just said it's not going to happen. I was like, all right, you know, that's the way it goes. And you honor each other like that. But then you get some moron in the other team that, doesn't care, and then, but sometimes that ends up on the bad end because it won't be one guy fighting, it'll be two guys fighting. Them. Right. And, and so, so how much pressure is on the actual Knights players to kind of host or facilitate, you know, what the other teams' players are doing that, that are in the All-Star game? Does that responsibility fall on them? Because, like, in the NFL, like, when guys come in your town and you know them, like, they're hitting you up. Where should we go? What should we do? You know, all kind of things. It, it, These guys disappear. They disappear. The guys are not playing in the All-Star game. They're going to Cabo or whatever they're doing or just staying home. Mm -hmm. They're not helping out. And if they are, and if they got a guy that's on the All-Star, I mean, there might be guys that play on the teams that won't be in the All-Star game that are going to come to Vegas. And what you might probably see, there'll be guys out, you know, having a good time. But with their COVID restrictions, I don't know what's Happening with that, they probably go to Cabo and not come here. And I also say, you know, it's Vegas. You know, right. these, these, these guys, you have, been, these guys have been here before. It's, <laughs> it's not like they need to, you know, ask someone else where to go. I think they know where to go. Okay? I think some of them have a tour guide. Oh, oh, maybe yeah. a couple. Maybe a couple. <laughs> Having said that, from a wagering standpoint, Derek, do you do large volumes for any of the All-Star games? I know hockey's this week and the Pro Bowl, even though it's after the season, it's the only one – 
you know, that kind of no one actually participates in because, you know, they're, as Banksy said, they're in Cabo. But how, what kind of volume do you do from a betting standpoint? Not too much. Not too much. Uh, you know, no one no one really knows how, how these games are going to evolve. I would say if there was an all-star game where we'd see some action, it'd be the NBA all-star game. And we would see a little bit in the summer on Major League Baseball all-star. But the volume is very, very low. It's... Uh, it's more for uh, more for fun than anything else. I mean, these totals in the NBA, at, you know, like they were up over 300 at some point. But uh, the rules keep changing. You can't really do anything with the skills competition because, like Banksy said, things change and they evolve a little bit. And and no one really knows how the flow of the game is going to be. So it's going to be something. We're going to book a little in game, but we're going to be pretty uh, pretty careful because you just don't know how this is going to play out. All right, now, what we do know is that the AFC and the NFC are playing their championship games on Sunday. And one of the things we like to get done, by the way, let me acknowledge again that Wilbo had a stretch, I think of four weeks, where he picked double-digit underdogs during the NFL regular season that won outright. So I don't know if he was getting his information from somewhere else, but as he provided it to us it came true. So as we get into the championship weekends, and I'll start with you, Wilbo, what's your bet of the week? Well, so the big ball is play of the week. No, we got to take the biggest underdog. And, and, I, okay. and I agree with that because, you know, we got Joey B. You know, in Detroit, we call him Joey Buffs. Okay. We got the Buffs on Joey B. We're taking the Cincinnati Bengals plus seven against Kansas City. Oh, you're taking the points. We're taking the points. Okay. Taking the points. You know, like I said, you know, I took – the spread on the ones that won outright. Right. And I, I could see this happening. I mean, you know, I'm kind of done. I'm kind of done with the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, and all of them, you know, being the Super Bowl all these years. I'm ready. I'm ready for, for Joey B to, you know, take it over. And it would be a fantastic story for these, you know, Cincinnati Bengals fans, especially, you know, being a Detroit Lions fan. I, I can see it for one franchise happening. I can see it for myself happening. Now, the interesting thing, if you're going to take the Bengals, and Derek, I want your opinion on this, should you get it now? I feel like as we get closer to Sunday, and I know it's Friday, that more and more money is going to come in on the Chiefs. Do you think that number gets to seven and a half? I, I think it's going to take a lot to get to seven and a half, but, but I do think you're going to see Kansas City could go up to minus 120. Maybe some places go to 125. Some books don't want to go to minus 125 because they don't want to give the comeback at plus 105 on the Bengals. Mm -hmm. I do think there's a chance Kansas City goes to seven and a half. I hope that doesn't happen. Because I don't want to put ourselves in a position where you get sided, but that could happen. I do absolutely believe there's a very high chance that the line in uh, in the uh, Rams game drops to a three. Mm -hmm. We've seen a lot of a lot of money, a lot of sharp money come in, in the last 12 hours. It's been all San Francisco money. So right now it's San Francisco. You can get three and a half, but you got to lay 120 juice. Right. And Banksy, we are, unfortunately we only have about a minute left. What's the Banksy play of the weekend? Kansas City, I'm going against one. Yeah, I love that. Love that. Okay. Let's go. Uh, both of you picked superstar quarterbacks. One is in his fourth AFC championship game in his first four years in the league. The other one is in his first and his second. That's pretty impressive as well. I hope it's high scoring. I hope it's entertaining. I hope all the games come down to the wire and we get a repeat of last weekend because emotionally, I need that. I want to be on the edge of my seat. Hey, as always, we appreciate Derek, Banksy, Big Balls for rocking out with the nightcap here on this first hour. When we come from the break, Chris Andrews from the South Point will be with us.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back to the conference championship edition of the Nightcap. 48 hours from now, we will know who this year's Super Bowl participants are. I cannot wait. I can only hope and pray that the energy, the excitement, the entertainment that we experienced last week in the divisional round repeats itself this Sunday. I want to welcome in my co-host, Tim Murray. He's on location, on assignment, but he is now joining us. Tim, how are you doing on this glorious Friday? Hmm. Oh, did you want me to join you tonight? I'm sorry. I was just drinking some some coffee here. Um, I'm good, man. Let's get this going. I'm fired up. Absolutely. And me and you have about two hours left to chit-chat. But right now, we have a very special guest that joins us weekly, Chris Andrews, who runs the South Point Race and Sportsbook, is on. Chris, how are you doing? Are you excited for Sunday? I am. Uh, what do we got? Two more sleeps, I guess, until uh, we get to the big day. Uh, so uh, I hope I do get some. Well, tonight will be okay. Tomorrow night, I'm not so sure. I'll be. I'm sure I'll be a little uh, worked up for for the games on Sunday. Now, before we get into Sunday, can you recap for us last weekend? Was it a good weekend <laughs> for South Point Sportsbook? I know the. Underdogs were on the road and pull some upsets. That generally bodes well for the book. Yeah, we had a good week. Uh, you know, Saturday was just an unbelievable day. Uh, but when you know, when you have that, just the way the way the the accounting kind of works, you got a lot of live stuff going into Sunday. So you really have to look at both days together. And even though Sunday, uh, you know, we lost a little bit on paper, but uh, you know, like I, I warned the bosses, I said it, it's just what happens, you know, because on Saturday we knocked out a bunch of stuff. So just everything's live going into Sunday. So you have to look at the two days together. And we had a terrific weekend, so no complaints whatsoever. So after starting the season with 32 teams, all having uh, high hopes, high aspirations, big dreams, we're down to four from a futures liability standpoint, Chris. Who does the South Point sports book and books overall, you think, need to not make the Super Bowl? 
Well, there's one team that stands alone, and that's the 49ers. Um, you know, they they have a very strange year, really. Uh, and they do have a lot of fans here in Las Vegas, which kind of surprised me. I spent a lot of years in Reno, and I knew they had a lot of fans up there. I didn't know they had so many here. Uh, like I said, they had a very strange year. If you take away the two wins over the Rams, I think they're eight and seven in the rest of the games. So very kind of mediocre. But of course, they won that. You know, the last game they won against the Rams, they were down 17 points, uh, came back, won it, and that's what got them into the playoffs. Uh, so right now, we are pretty vulnerable on that team. I had the odds probably a little higher than I should have during the course of the year, and uh, yeah, you know, I'm trying to even it up a little bit. We've knocked a few bucks off the off our risk, but uh, you know, I still got a ways to go yet. You know, we'll start right there with the Rams-Niners game, even though it's the late game on Sunday. So as we sit right now, does anything jump out at you, Chris, as far as one side having more money or the percentages based on money and actual tickets? You know, where are we at for that game? And do you think as we get closer to the game time that there will be some line movement there? Let me ask your answer your last question first. I hope there's no line movement. Uh, we've already been to three, back to three and a half. So right now, I am pretty vulnerable to the three. I'm not going to try to do some things to alleviate that. Uh, to your the other part of your question, you know, the money is really pretty equal. Now it's kind of spread out. Like I said, between the three, at three we had we were heavy on Rams money. Three and a half were heavy on Niners money. Uh, on the money line, I have more money on the Rams, but more tickets, a lot more tickets on the 49ers. So all in all, it looks like a very well bet game. And uh, everybody always likes to ask me, who are the wise guys on? Well, at what number? Because they laid three with the Rams, but they took four, uh, the 49ers plus the three and a half. They laid a dollar sixty-five with the Rams on the money line, but they're taking a dollar sixty uh, on the 49ers on the money line. So they're uh, you have a lot of money and a lot of sharp guys backing both teams, just depending on the numbers. You know, you've been you know in this space you know for a long time, very experienced. I've seen a lot of things. Nothing would surprise you. Can you recall at any point where two teams from the same division? And one team beat the other team both times, but then they played in the playoffs in the championship game. And do you remember if you can recall what that result was? Oh, geez. Because <laughs> it seems so odd to me having played, yeah. having coached. Like, I can't remember a time where two teams from the same division, one of them dominated them, but they're the lower seed and they're yeah. on the road in the championship game. I was trying to, you know, work my way through it and I couldn't come up with anything. What about you, Tim? Uh, yeah, off the top of my head. I mean, obviously we had Bucks Saints last year, um, where the Bucks well, lost I was talking the championship season. round. No, I know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, not at the, not at the top of my head, but it, it is interesting, Chris. And I, I read your article today on, on vcin.com and, you know, make sure to check that out every week. It's, it's really great insight. And, and I'm kind of the same thinking you are, you know, how my mind works when it comes to these spreads and uh, it is interesting that the line kind of stands there at three and a half when you would think, as you pointed out, the punditry is saying, well, they've won six in a row. They won both this year. Uh, are you are you do you anticipate the public coming in a little harder on San Francisco since they're catching that hook uh, come the weekend? Uh, yeah, I definitely do. And I, that's why. I, 
uh, I was telling Sean, I, I hope there's no more movement, but there definitely might be. Uh, we definitely have had some big play. I know Jimmy posted that one ticket, uh, 200,000 we had on the 49ers. I mean, I, that guy's no dead square. I can tell you that he's a sharp guy. That's me a lot and does pretty good. Uh, but conversely, I have a lot of guys on the, on the Rams as well. Uh, so could we get back to three? Yeah, I think there's a possibility because I can see more tickets being written now to three and a half and more money on the 49ers. Uh, but it, it is a little counterintuitive um, to get back to Sean's question, you know, here you have the third game uh, between two division teams for a championship, and a pre-decided—you know, three and a half is a lot of—that's a lot of wood in the NFL. The decided underdog is the team that won the first two meetings. Uh, so you have a lot of cross currents going, and uh, and I like to say that is what makes horse racing. That's why we have betting because. <laughs> Yeah, it's hard to which which way do you go? And uh, I'm glad I'm booking this game and not betting on it. Let's put it that way. You know, speaking of horse racing, and this is a little off topic, we'll jump into. Actually, you know what? Let's go ahead and get to the the Chiefs and Bengals games. We only have about a little under three minutes left. Another game. You know, it sits at seven. You know, you would think the Bengals aren't a household name, a team that's generally. Well, they haven't won a playoff game in a long time before this year. So I don't know if they've ever been to this point since, you know, Icky Woods when they played uh, San Francisco in yeah. the Super Bowl. So do you expect more Chiefs money to come in? And should we anticipate maybe some line movement by, you know, that kick on Sunday? Well, I went to seven and a half this morning. and It, didn't, it took a, a while. Uh, it took a couple hours and a big player came in. And I know Jimmy posted this ticket too. We took a hundred thousand on the on the Bengals plus the seven and a half. Uh, but you know, I was doing a podcast uh, with somebody else uh, earlier this week, and Sean, you probably remember this. You know, when when the, the Cowboys won their first Super Bowl, you know, I, you know, with Emmett and mm-hmm. and those guys, you know, they, they were like a year early. Nobody expected them to win that soon. Everybody said, oh, this team's really coming. Next year's going to be their year. They're really good. And they wound up winning the Super Bowl that year. I can't remember what exact year that was, maybe 91. Uh, anyway, they were like a year early. And, you know, they, they had Aikman. They, they had Smith. Uh, you know, they had Irvin. And they really had a bunch of guys who weren't household names yet. But they became household names in the years to come. And I'm just wondering, can we make that same correlation with the Bengals? Because they have a great quarterback. They have a great receiver, a truly great receiver in Chase. Uh, Are there some other guys on that team that maybe we don't know yet that uh, are going to be stars? Because they've been drafting well for the last couple years. So I don't know. I mean, I I would not uh, just say the Bengals have no chance in this game. Not at all. I mean, it's a tough team with a tough quarterback. And they're they're playing well right now. So uh, I, you know, that I was very impressed with the guy that put the hundred thousand on the Bengals. I know who he is. Very sharp player, and uh, I think they have a chance to win this game. Absolutely, they're playing well, Chris, and they're confident. And yeah. don't forget, in Week Seventeen, Kansas City went to yeah. Cincinnati, playing for the number one seed in the AFC. And Joe Burrow threw for four hundred plus and four touchdowns in a thirty-four. 34- 31 win, but Chiefs backers, all they know is the Chiefs were up 14-0, so if they can get that league again, it might be difficult. As always, Chris Andrews, we appreciate you. He's the South Point Sports Director, also author of Then One Day. If you haven't gotten that book, go check it out. It's the Nightcap. Be back in a sec.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.